0: rich traditions, real applications. This is Discover the Truth with Garrett Metal Detectors. Hey everyone. Welcome to Discover the Truth, a podcast by Garrett Metal Detectors. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. My special guest today is Miguel Ardito. He's a graphic designer, photographer, video production, all around uh, do-it-all there at Garrett Metal Detectors. Miguel, thank you so much for being here today. I oh, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So y- you have a lot, of, uh, a lot of titles there in your job description. Tell us a little bit more about your role at Garrett and kind of what you do on a day-to-day basis.
1: Well, um, Like I said, on what you told me is uh, I got photography and graphics and video. So on a normal day, I come in, and most of the time, I'm just doing graphics. I do the uh, graphics for the uh, advertisements. I do the graphics for the catalogs, the logos, um, promotional items. Um, But then I also go out into the field because we do all our photography and video in-house, and I will... um, do photography. I'll do videos and I'll help produce them and, uh, edit them and cut them all up and put it all together and, and we'll upload it to YouTube and stuff. So kind of a floater in our department. I can do a little bit of everything. And, um, I think a lot of us are in that way mm-hmm. in our department, which is good because we can all, uh, pick up the slack from each other. If someone's out sick or someone's on vacation, we're, we're never shy of someone not being able to pick up the slack.
0: Yeah, it's nice to have that that versatility, I suppose, where you can do a little bit of everything, right, and kind of cover for other people. I think that's uh, that's really valuable in today's uh, in today's job market. But uh, so, how did you get into graphic design in the first place?
1: Um, <clears throat> I went to school and uh, graduated with uh, associates with digital imaging, and then um, from there, I landed a uh, contract job working for a company doing children's books and I did that for about a year, and then I went to another position as a production artist for a trade show company, and I did that for about six months. After I did all that, I ended up finding a actual real job, <laughs> a full-time job, um, <laughs> with benefits and everything, and I was a video production and photographer for a light bulb company, and, uh, that, that's a whole different story, uh, but I did that for about three and a half years, and, um, I don't know. I just I always found graphics interesting. I sure. mean, everywhere you look, there you see logos, you see typefaces, you see um, images. I mean, no matter what what you're doing, I mean, you can look around right now at your desk, and there's probably 15 million different logos on your <laughs> desk right now. It's it's everywhere you look, and so to me, it's interesting because I look at everything as a different with a different perspective, and so depending on what the product is, you got to figure out the graphic for it and it, most people usually make it work.
0: Definitely, definitely. So uh, you, you kind of worked around at, at, a, at a few different places, did children's books, uh, worked for a light bulb company. Uh, how much did you know about metal detecting before you started working at Garrett? How did you kind of make your way to Garrett and, and what did you know about that, you know, that industry? <laughs> it's
1: funny because uh, I didn't really know anything about metal detectors when I came for the interview. Um, At the time, I was um, looking for another job. I was just putting out um, resumes, and after resume, after resume, and then Garrett came out to me, and he said, hey, we got your resume, and I was like, I don't even remember applying for this (laughs) job. (laughs) And so um, I came in for the interview, and um, I sat down with Steve, um, the marketing director, and Vaughn Garrett, uh, owner's son, and he's also a head, he's a VP of marketing, and, um, I said, we did like an hour and a half interview and Steve had to leave and Vaughn was just telling me story after story of him and his dad and they would go on treasure hunts and stuff. And then he walked me around in the museum here at the Garrett factory. And I was just like blown away. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Cause, um, ever since I was little, I always wanted to be an archeologist and, um, I was infatuated with uh, Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park and dinosaurs and fossils and treasures and stuff. And so when I came in for the interview, I was just blown away. I was like, people do this for just fun and stuff? I was like, I had no clue that anyone had ever done this before. And I'd never seen anyone do it before because I grew up in a small country town in the middle of nowhere. And so I was like, this is really cool. I got to work here. So the next day I immediately sent a reply and said, this is awesome. Thank you for taking the time to meet with me. I said, I think I'd be a great asset for y'all. And um, I got a second interview and ended up landing the job. That's so.
0: really fascinating. That That's awesome. That's a really cool story also because it kind of shows that There were aspects of the industry that you didn't know a ton about, but you saw it and you thought, Man, this is so, so cool, the the ability to work at a place like this that kind of enables people, I guess, to go out and to have adventures and to chase fun things. And that's gotta be a rewarding experience for you.
1: And it really is. Um, I've had I've had uh very fortunately I've had a lot of time to travel and visit places that I would never think in my life I would ever visit. And and because of, I've worked with Garrett, I have had those opportunities, and they continue every few months. I get to go somewhere else and travel, and it's just really cool.
0: So what's your favorite place that you've uh, been able to travel so far?
1: Uh, one of the places that I, um, was a really, really cool experience was um, I spent two weeks in um, Australia. Um, I got to go down there with... Um, Tim and George, they're the uh, the diggers from Nat Geo's. They were filming a new show, and uh, they had a couple episodes that they were filming down there. And um, Steve asked me if I would like to go along and do some video and some pictures and stuff like that. So I was like, sure, why wouldn't I? Um, so it was amazing. I mean, we saw tons of kangaroos everywhere. We got to metal detect. We got to. I got to watch them film there. Uh, we had a professional. Uh, videographer from their show come along with us and he was filming all their shows and stuff like that so I got to watch that experience it was just overall it was just an amazing trip
0: that's really really incredible so so have you been i guess you've been a part of uh the process then of of finding and kind of discovering something fun have you have you seen anything like that where you know using a garrett metal detector you've seen uh people i get pull stuff out of the ground that they you know nobody knew was there
1: yeah yeah so um Couple years ago, we went to Virginia, and we were at a um battlefield site that we had permission for and um actually, I got to witness my boss, um Steve, <laughs> he pulled out his first civil war belt plate, wow. and it was just amazing to see you know his his face light up and then to experience that to hold something in your hands that was dropped from a soldier hundred and fifty years ago. you know it's just you're, you're, it's just amazing if you're really into history, and as Steve is, to see that, you know, and to hold it for your first time, it's like really, really
0: cool. Yeah, that's that's got to be an incredible experience, and just to get to be a part of that and witness it and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, one of the things that surprised me just in uh, working with uh, work, working with Garrett metal detectors and kind of seeing firsthand. Uh, what you guys do. The, the thing that struck me the most is that there's this tight-knit metal detecting community that I wasn't aware of, um, and, and that's been particularly fascinating to me. Have you really I- experienced that, gotten to see uh, firsthand a little bit more about that community that, that is so tight-knit uh, around metal detecting?
1: Yeah, that's a really cool um, thing about this um, industry, and, and a lot of people don't understand it, is that um, once, once you've become a detectorist and you you start reaching out to other people you realize that there there's a lot of people in this industry that do this and not only just for fun it's for camaraderie uh just for hanging out um you know the making new friends um i've made so many friends in so many different states from just being able to work with garrett uh, and traveling and stuff that now i've got connections everywhere which is Mind-boggling, actually, because I, I know people in in Australia. I know people in Canada. I know people up and down the West Coast. Um, even in my local neighborhoods, I've met several detectorists who so sometimes we'll all get together and we'll just go find a park or something and just hunt as a group, just to you know see what we can all find. And it's really cool because it's not always about the finds. I mean, yeah, of course you want to find a gold ring or or a silver pendant or something like that, but just being around these other people that appreciate the history of saving stuff is really really neat
0: so it's it's pretty safe to say that um that you hadn't actually uh, ever metal detected before you started working at Garrett
1: no i never never once picked one up the whole time. it was just weird because you would have thought for me being wanting to be an archaeologist, I would have found out about all this stuff, but yeah, like I said, I grew up in a small town outside of Dallas, and um we we didn't, I never saw anyone do it so
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so we've focused primarily on kind of the sporting side and and the side that people do for hobbies and and that sort of thing, which is really awesome. But then there's another side to the business for Garrett, which is also the security side, right? Keeping people safe at large events, at airports, at places like that. Talk a little bit about that and how uh maybe rewarding it is to be able to work for a company that is that does play such a huge role in keeping people safe.
1: Yeah, it is really neat. Um from working with a company that that keeps people safe, it's also really neat because we we make these walkthroughs, we make the hand scanners, and and people don't they appreciate that when they they walk to a big stadium, they uh, they go into a, a concert or or a, a football game or a baseball game or a hockey game, uh, they 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 recognize that hey they're keeping people safe by going through this stuff, and that's really. What it's all about is um, helping them understand that it's not just for the the elimination of uh, uh, guns and knives and stuff like that. It's to help
0: mm-hmm. everybody there
1: have a good time and enjoy the. Yeah,
0: the, the, there's something to be said for just the peace of mind that uh, a product like that is able to create, right? Like you walk through it and you trust that it's doing its job. And you can trust that uh, everybody at that event is safe, and you can just have a good time, right? Like I, I go to soccer matches all the time, and I go to baseball games, football games. Uh, I travel a decent amount, right? And so you walk through a Garrett metal detector, and you can just trust that uh, whatever happens from there on out, you're, you're going to be safe, and it, it's it's going to be good.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, it's funny because um, I I'll be watching movies or TV sometimes. And you'll recognize they'll show like a security checkpoint or something or a guard, and they'll be holding a Garrett product. And you're right. like,
0: hey, I work <laughs> for them. That's kind of cool. So. That That is that is really awesome. So if if, if there are people out there um, that have never metal detected and they're listening to you and they're like, man, that actually sounds like a, a cool thing. I also didn't know that people did that as a hobby or something like that. How easy is it to just kind of pick up and, and get into?
1: Um fairly easy, um, actually. Um, that's the one thing I like about Garrett Metal Detectors. They're, they're uh, hobby machines is because you can push a button that turns it on. And uh, a lot of times you don't even have to do anything else but that. It's just turn on the <laughs> machine and just go. The uh, use of the machine is, is so simple. I took a machine home when I first started working here. And I didn't really know what I was doing and my Steve told me my boss is like Mm -hmm. hey take it home get used to it go to a park and I'm like okay so I took it home I turned it on I found a couple of things at a park I go home I start cleaning up my finds and I found two rings two silver rings stuck together one of my first hunts and I was immediately hooked and it was like really really easy to to find that stuff I was like oh my gosh I can't believe I found two (laughs) silver rings on my first hunt and I'd never done this before, so and at that moment I was.
0: And now Garrett has a wide range of products, right? So anything from you know novice beginners, never picked up a metal detector before, all the way up to you know more advanced and more professional type equipment, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. So I've moved up since (laughs) that first that first time I took a detector home, and uh, now I use a, a more advanced one. It's got more features on it that I can help myself learn and eliminate iron and stuff like that and dig less trash but I mean it took me a while to get to that point point. and the, the thing is that people need to understand is that they got to have patience and learn your machine go outside dig holes or dig at a park or something like that and learn your targets. Put a couple of pennies on the ground or put some nails on Mm -hmm. there so you can tell the difference between a good signal and a bad signal. And you just got to keep working at it and and, and don't give up because there are times when I go out and I don't find nothing, just Mm -hmm. trash. But, you know, the next time I'm like, hey, maybe next time I might be able to find a ring or I might be able to find a uh, bunch of change or I might find a Civil War bullet or something, depending on where you're at. So it, it's, it, you got to have patience with it. It's, it, it's a very um, unique type of sport, but it, it gets you out. You're physically um, outside, you're walking, you're swinging your arm, you're digging uh, using a shovel you're bending over so you're getting some physical activity by doing it.
0: and that you know that that idea that you don't find something every time kind of keeps it interesting and keeps it uh, keeps the spice in it right because then you know you're, you're looking forward to the next time you go out and you're like well maybe this is the time I find something good you know if you found something every time it would almost ruin the fun of it but it, it's it's that unknown Correct. and that mystery of it that, that kind of I guess keeps that excitement in it
1: right yeah and it, and I always keep telling myself Oh, just the next hole. Oh, one more hole. I know something's good in the next hole. I'm just going to keep swinging one more hole. And eventually I look at it and it's like eight o'clock at night and I'm like, Oh, it's time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to go. Right.
0: Right. Uh, well that, that's, that's a lot of fun. And I, I feel like, uh, you, you've done a great job of just kind of, um, providing that that understanding for somebody that you know came from outside of metal detecting it wasn't something that you were raised with but you kind of found it a little bit later on in life and then once you found it you you're hooked and you you have this passion for this industry and passion for uh this community now and i think that that's really really cool and it's been really interesting to learn a little bit more about
1: yeah i appreciate it and um i always try to tell people that um you want to if you're gonna go metal detect, always leave your area like you were never there, mm-hmm. and that's that's always had this in my, the back of my head. I was like, you don't want to leave somewhere that's destroyed or there's big holes everywhere and stuff. Always fill in your hole, and always double check your hole because there are times where I scan a spot, I found a target, it was like a nail or something, and then I scan back over it, and there's a silver coin inside the hole, and I'm like, oh. I'm glad I did that, and so that's another tip. so just always double check your holes
0: yeah, that so. that's a that's a great point. And also, like if you're not if you don't fill in the hole, then uh you're gonna leave a sprained ankle for the next uh for the next metal detector, right the the next person that comes along, oh, so yeah, you know, fill in the holes be be courteous to other people, right? yeah, totally. Definitely, definitely. Well, Miguel Ardito, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Marketing extraordinaire. He does design, he does photos, he does video production for Garrett Metal Detectors. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Discover the Truth. Well, I appreciate it, Tyler. And everybody else, thank you for listening to this episode of Discover the Truth, a podcast by Garrett Metal Detectors. Please go subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, you can hear previous episodes. Look forward to future episodes as well. Like I said, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you for listening.